And all right, welcome, folks. It is time for this weekly's podcast. And the theme for the week, of course, it's a lot of injuries going on. So, yes, we all need a doctor. So uh, that's what we're going to be talking about this week. But uh, welcome to the Marvin Polly Show. It is Friday, uh, November 5th. Uh, looking forward to a great weekend of football. Not so much last night with the Colts and the Jets. But definitely looking at some games uh, this weekend. This should be a lot better. Right, Polly? Oh, yeah, man. I can't wait for this Bears game coming up against uh, Steelers Monday night. Yeah, that's uh, that should be a good defensive game if you guys like defense. I think that game will go down to the wire. It won't be like the one last night. Uh, yeah, so looking forward to that one. Um, but, yeah, let's go ahead and get started. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, review last week's game, the game of the week. Uh, Raider Nate limps over Jig as he wins by six despite... Um, they, well, thanks to Lockett and Henderson, uh, who combined for 50 points, but in the process, he did lose King Henry and Tanyan. Thankfully, King Henry uh, is not going to be out for the season. Um, well, for the fantasy season, he will be probably, he said, six to ten weeks. So if he's lucky, if he could somehow make it deep in the playoffs, he might have him then. Other than that, doesn't look good for him. Um, in the other matchup, a lost Shepard. Uh, causes Kirby a three-point loss to Dos Julio. As Shepard only gets seven points on Monday night, he had to leave early from an injury. So another game that was impacted by injuries. Uh, 11 men on grass beat Sacklers by 25 to improve to a 7-1 record, despite Kyler Murray being injured. Eckler not only loses the game um, with Her- Herbert, um, but also... Um, uh, the Chargers lose, meaning that uh, he owes a carne asada to the commissioner. So, more to come on that. Uh, Sheik Pride uh, pokes Cali Bears with a stick with a 1.2 point win in, um, in a big part due to James Robinson getting injured. So, uh, that game, unfortunately, uh, 99 to 98. Uh, two teams barely scored under 100. And that's got to hurt right there for you, Polly, with no James Robinson. Other, other than that, you probably would have won the game. Yeah, man, that really hurt, and I should have started uh, Mitchell over Robinson. But yeah, but you, yeah. you can never uh, tell ahead of injuries. No. Um, and the injury bug continues to hurt Balls of Steel as he hate me uh, gets his second win by winning by eleven, in large part due to injuries to uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Boswell. I uh, that Steelers game was was interesting. They had no kicker, uh, pretty much. Uh, I think most of the second, all the second half and most of the second quarter, they uh, try to go for a fake uh, kick with uh, Chris Boswell. He gets slammed on the turf and then uh, they have to go for two point conversions the rest of the game on that one. Um, (laughs) And then the Lords of the Rams uh, gets acknowledged over a win against the commissioner by 35 points. Uh, No injuries involved in this one, thankfully, for both teams. uh, But Lord of the Rams did have four players score over 20. Meanwhile, ahead of the table, had one of his worst games. He had six players score under 10 points. So interesting, interesting week, interesting week. A lot of uh, a lot of football. Uh, we got about six six weeks left. Anything can happen. Um, I think it's time for us to look at that those playoff percentages uh, that you've been looking at a lot. Um, 
anything there that uh, stands out. I see that there's some teams that still have a bad record and uh, their playoff percentage is still pretty high. It looks like, it looks like for the most part, um, the one thing that stands out to me is like, you could pretty much pants to win those Julio and Manongrast in the playoffs. Um, even make an argument for Cali Bears with that 69%. But if you look at that central, that central up for grabs, you have three that have a four and four record. Um, I was grateful that Sheik Pride beat you uh, because that cost a three team tie between uh, Sheik Pride and Jaguar Jig. And um, we all have a one and one record against each other. So then the scenario is the points. And uh, head of the head of the table has more points than the other two, so that's why currently um, head of the table is the division leader, but just temporarily, and that makes him the third seed. Um, very important to win that division. Um, also, you get the six month uh, Fire Stick subscription. That's also going to be very important. Oh yeah, dude, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but I, I'm not sure if you're looking at the standings right now. If you could look at the percentages. What are the percentage telling you right now? Yeah, like you were mentioning that uh, Central Division, that's pretty... I, I like how... Uh, I find it interesting how after two losses in a row, Jaguar Jig still has the upper hand percentage-wise in your division. Yeah. So they really have some high hopes for that that team there. Um, yeah, man. Uh, balls of Steel with 3%, probably the lo- yeah the lowest right now. Over uh, world's finest, I guess, just because he got a, a win finally, and uh, Ball Steel is ri- riding a four-game losing streak there. Yeah, and uh, tiebreaker scenarios. He hate me has the tiebreaker over Balls of Steel. I think that's why Jaguar Jig also has it at seventy-four percent because uh, he beat me earlier in the year. But we do have a one more matchup down the stretch that could mean a lot in that game. Also, I think the um, it has to do with the uh, points against and points for. You have a pretty good percentage there getting a, a jig there. You're beating him in both those categories. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. And um, what did you nail and what did you screw this past week? Uh, let me see here. Uh, I screwed uh, Taylor Heineke. He only put up uh, 11 points. I feel uh, like this guy is always... Um... <laughs> and, and a nail or screw it's he's always on the border like is he gonna have a good game or a bad game yeah exactly and last week he was good this week he's bad um, <laughs> this week also i got wrong uh khalil herbert only put up eight points uh against the 49ers i thought he should have had a better game than that but um yeah unfortunately not and, and then um ryan Tannehill, he put up 30 points uh, I believe I had him sitting down, and uh, yeah, man, he went up and put up thirty points against the the Colts. That game was back and forth, so it was pretty pretty good game. I think, I think what helped him is that they were playing from behind most of the game. Yeah, yeah, it's just that back and forth. And then uh, also with uh, Henry going down, you gotta take over, man. Right. Well, I was happy to say that last week I had more screws than nails. This week I have more nails than screws. Um, so we'll start with my nails. Uh, I told everyone to sit the Dolphins down against the Bills. They only had six fantasy points. Uh, told everyone Schultz was going to have a bad game. He only had three against the Vikings. 
Um, Allen Robinson to sit him down against the Niners only had five points. Uh, Matt Ryan, uh, even though he had a big week before, told him, hey, the Carolina Panthers, it's a division game. They're going to bounce back. He only had five fantasy points in that game. Uh, Evan Ingram, I know um, he actually uh, did get a touchdown and got 11 fantasy points, so I nailed that one. Uh, Damian Harris, uh, four consecutive games with a rushing touchdown. He had 14 points against the Chargers. And then Lockett. Lockett had 28 fantasy points against the Jaguars. Uh, for my screws, um, Najee Harris. Wow, I didn't see this. This guy's the real deal. He had 21 points against the Cleveland Browns. I told people to sit him down, so I hope you guys didn't listen to me. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater thought he was going to have a ga- good game against the football club. He did not. He only had tw- 12 points. Uh, Joey Sly told people to start him in the release, so I definitely screwed that one up. <laughs> He had zero points. And then the Bengals defense, even though they got 12 points, um, six got eliminated from their survivor pool, including uh, my grow uh, by picking the Bengals against the Jets. So that was definitely a screw. The goddamn Jets. Yeah, those freaking Jets. They eliminated me with the Titans last time. And, of course, I was afraid to take the Colts in the over last night. And, and of course, I was wrong. Uh, that's the topic of our conversation this week. So, uh, Cal, uh, for some of our listeners out there, uh, we had some key injuries at every position. I uh, wanted to see who are some of the waiver wire pickups that you recommend. Uh, starting at quarterback, Jameis Winston out for the year. Um, so, more like a long term solution. And Aaron Rodgers due to COVID, maybe uh, someone for short term. Yeah, uh, I think uh, long term out of, you know, the bunch of if you're lucky to have anybody good in that waiver wire, (laughs) whatever league you're in, uh, I think maybe someone like Carson Wentz, who's been uh, pretty, um, if you're lucky enough to have him in your your waiver wire, man, go for that guy. Uh, I think he's averaging maybe about two touchdowns since week four. Um, And he's a... yeah, he's with a running back with like uh, Jonathan Taylor, man. You, you, all you got to do is make the right plays, man. He's uh, this guy's putting in the work on the ground, just make the right plays, get it, get in the red zone and, and score that touchdown, hopefully. And uh, short term, I'd probably go with uh, maybe someone like uh, Tua Ta- Tagovailoa, maybe this week uh, going up against the Texans or uh, on oh. the other Irod Taylor. Gonna pick him up this week. I'm sorry. Coincidentally, I happen to pick him up this week. Oh yeah, hey man, so he's going to go against the Texans, so yeah. you know, hopefully, hopefully I'm wrong here though, since we're facing each other. <laughs> but uh, also Tyrod Taylor, I think um, Tyrod Taylor uh, on the other side, I think him coming back, I think he, he should have a nice little game there against the Dolphins defense. All right, what about running back? So uh, Derrick Henry's going to be out six to ten weeks. James Robinson looks like he won't be able to suit up this week. We don't know uh, how long he's going to be out. Carson and uh, Raheem Mostert will be out for most of the year. So uh, any pickups at running back? Yeah, man. The, it's pretty scarce that that uh, waiver wire on the running back situation there. Not that many. I think if you're lucky enough to have either Boston Scott or Jordan Howard on there, uh, go ahead and grab those guys. Um those guys are pretty much splitting the carries, but they're having a 
so far that last game they had an identical game um uh, exception with the exception of like two yard difference um uh i think uh also maybe adrian peterson i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt just because he's adrian peterson you know um he is uh pretty damn old now so you can tell when, <laughs> when he uh trying to burst out in a run um uh, balls Also, he already picked him up. He must be desperate because uh, he's still on the practice squad. I don't think he's signed yet with the team. Um, but yeah, yeah. it's gonna happen, man. I think it's yeah. gonna happen. And the other guy, the Jeremy McNichols, I think. Uh, I think I got to see a little more. But uh, if if you need running back, man, you got to go for someone like that just because he's gonna be either taking over, or splitting the carries. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and wide receivers, DeAndre Hopkins went down. Any receivers out there worth picking up? Uh, yeah, I think with uh, Calvin really being uh, going through some mental health issues over there, or uh, I don't know what he's going through, but uh, I think Jameson Crowder, I mean, uh, Tajay Sharp, I'm sorry. Tajay Sharp, uh, you got to pick that guy up. I think he's going to start getting a lot more targets. Uh, him and Kyle Pitts, but Pitts is already taken. But yeah, um, Tajay Sharp. Um, and then um, also, I'd go for someone like uh, Jamison Crowder um, with Corey Davis being a little injured right now, getting the uh, injury bug. Uh, also, uh, let me see, uh, Darius Slayton and uh, with Shepard out and Holiday out. I think Darius Slayton gets some good looks with uh, along with um, Kadarius Tony. All right, good. And um, tight ends, Tanyan got injured. There's not many tight ends available, so yeah. and, uh, th this might be like a revolving door, maybe like uh, kind of like defenses where <laughs> one, a different one every week. Yeah, yeah. This one was so hard, man, to be honest with you. But uh, I think, uh, you know what? He's he's averaging maybe like six points a game right now. And you know what? For for If you got someone that's hurt, Just pick up Cole Komet, man. He's he's starting to get a little more looks with uh, Justin Fields out there. Uh, he started off pretty rough. He's, he's yet to score a touchdown, but he's getting he's getting some targets, man. So I think him or someone like like you said last game last week, you mentioned Evan Ingram. Uh, I think with all the injuries uh, in that uh, wide receiver situation over there, I think Evan Ingram maybe starts getting some more looks. Yeah, I think uh, another good option is just pick up the tight end that's playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Especially this week uh, with Tanyan being out, um, Jordan Love is probably gonna want to throw to a safety blanket. So um, I don't know who their backup is off of the top of my head, um, but that's always a good option as well. Uh, what about kickers? Uh, Boswell got injured. Do you just pick up the replacement of the Steelers, or is there someone on the waiver wire that might be worth it? Sometimes you just gotta go for it and, and pick up the, the replacement. Um, you never know with some of these young guys; they can be, they can be future, you know, starters in some of these leagues. Uh, I mean, I mean, in some of these teams. Um, but yeah, I, I like uh, Badgley. Badgley's not that bad, even though he played last night. Uh, Graham Cannell, maybe if he's available. Um, Carlson with the with the Raiders. Uh, I like him because uh, I don't know how that uh, offense is gonna be. So maybe if. If they get good enough to get in that 30, 40 yard line, but not complete it, you know, Carlson in there for the kick. 
Yeah, and uh, they score a lot of points, so at least they're gonna have a lot of opportunities. So, yeah, that's a that's a good pickup. I didn't even know he was available. Yeah, he might not be in in some leagues, but if he is, go ahead and grab him. All right. What about defenses? So we had uh, Xavier Rhodes get injured for the Vikings, and uh, safety of the Panthers, Eric Reed. Um, so if you had the Vikings and the Panthers, any replacements on those, or are those almost like a week to week basis as well? Yeah, I think you got to start uh, streaming defenses if, at that point if uh, your main defense goes out. Um, maybe someone like uh, the Steelers defense this week against the Bears. We don't know how that's going to turn out. Maybe a low-scoring game. Uh, so, yeah, maybe the Steelers defense there with, the, you know, uh, the Watt brother there getting some sacks. Um yeah, not not many, man. You're just gonna have to start streaming. I think you're gonna gonna have to go week to week to see who's there. But I think this week you gotta go with either the Steelers or maybe maybe the the Saints defense. But yeah. All right, all right. It's, uh, that time for your streamer sit. And who do you have starting this week? Uh, this week, man, I have Kirk Cousins. I have uh, Khalil Herbert. You know, I'm gonna give him another chance. I'm going to give, uh, as long as Tony's, uh, Kadarius Tony is is healthy, man, I'm going to go ahead and start him. Kyle Pitts, I think he's going to be the, the number one guy now to, besides Cordero Patterson, I think him, him and Patterson. Um, see the defense, I'm going to go ahead and start the Patriots defense, man. They've been pretty uh, uh, solid as of late, and uh, those are my starts for this week, man. All right, I agree with you with Kirk Cousins. I have him as my starting quarterback this week. The Ravens are the the worst team against the pass. Uh, Brandon Cooks for wide receiver. I think uh, with Tyrod Taylor coming back, Dolphins are the 31st against the pass, second worst right behind the Ravens. I think Brandon Cooks has a, a resurgence this week. Uh, running back, um, you mentioned him earlier, Boston Scott. He's playing the Chargers. Chargers are the worst uh, run defense in the NFL. Uh, Damian Harris had a big game against them last week and pretty much anyone who's been facing the Chargers. Tight ends, uh, probably a guy you've never uh, heard of. Uh, not my sleeper, but Adam Trotman um, against the Falcons. Uh, Falcons, the worst team in the NFL in putting pressure on the quarterback. I think especially with, um, I'm not sure, I think Trevor Simeon is playing again. So um, he's still getting used to the, the offense. So I expect Autumn Trotman to have a good game. Uh, kicker, Nick Folk. I think um, it's a it's going to be a tight game. I think the Patriots should be able to win. I, I hope they win. Uh, but I think it's going to be one of those games where it's maybe like 24 to 21. So Nick Folk might have a few opportunities at kicking field goals. And defense, uh, I actually like the San Francisco 49ers this week against Arizona Cardinals. Um, I looked at the Vegas spread. Uh, the Sharks are usually not uh, wrong. This game was a pick em. Uh I think last time I checked, Arizona's only favored by one. That tells me that they think it's going to be a, a tough matchup. We don't know with Kyler Murray and Hopkins how they're going to do. Uh, Niners, they they tend to play better when they're not expected to win. So I really like the San Francisco 49ers this week. All right. What are your sit -ems? Um... This week, I'm going to go ahead and uh, sit Ryan Tannehill. Um, I think he's going to have a hard time this game. I think Aaron Jones 
uh, I think uh, with the Rodgers out, and maybe I think I think Adams is going to be out as well. Uh, I think they stacked the box against that guy, AJ Brown. I'm still not uh, uh, you know sold on him. Uh, I think maybe yeah, with Henry going out, maybe he's gonna be more of a go-to guy. But I just I don't know. I got to see that. I'm gonna sit him. Uh, Dan Arnold. That offense is pretty hard to watch, man. Uh, they they're just so bad. They have so many penalties. Um, it's like left and right, man. It's like blocking the back. That's uh, just too too much. So I think Dan Arnold, there. Uh, that offense, no no good. And then the uh, defense, um, the Packers against the Chiefs. Uh, I think they're just gonna have uh, more time on the field. They're gonna be really tired. My sit-ems for the week, uh, keeping with that 49ers theme, I would say Kyler Murray. One, we're not even sure how effective he's going to be. We saw how bad he was without DeAndre Hopkins out there. So if Hopkins doesn't even suit up, uh, that could be a tough game for him. Um, For wide receivers, sit out Marvin Jones playing the Buffalo Bills. Number one defense against the pass. That's going to be a tough game. Um, Running back, sit down Mike Davis. He's going up against the Saints, who have the second-best rushing defense. How good have the Saints been? They're almost uh, even with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And for all of last year, the Buccaneers were like 14 yards better than the second-place team. And the fact that the Saints are right there with them, that tells you how stingy their defense has been against the rush. Uh, Tight ends, uh, this might be a surprise to people, but definitely sit out uh, Mark Andrews. He's playing against a team that has 24 sacks. They're going to be putting pressure on Lamar. And so I definitely sit out Mark Andrews this week. Uh, kickers, uh, Randy Bullock. I think this game might be very lopsided with no Derrick Henry to milk the clock. Uh, they might fall behind quickly. They're going to be throwing the ball in the air. Uh, defense, uh, sit out the Broncos defense. Even if Prescott doesn't play, the Cowboys have been very effective, very efficient. Uh, I think the Broncos defense is... Is going to be a non-factor this week, so I definitely sit him down. Oh, nice, man. All right, and uh, this week's uh, keyword is going to be bullseye. So bullseye, uh, you guys will know if you guys are the second person to send the message because that's going to, the price associated for this week, you're going to try to hit the bullseye. Uh, What's your sleeper for the week, Polly? Uh, My sleeper for the week, uh, if he plays, is going to be Taysom Hill. Uh, I think last year when he took over for a little bit, uh, he averaged maybe from the range of 17 to 25 points. So uh, I like that guy uh, having the option of running or throwing. So uh, Taysom Hill, if he plays. Yeah, I think last year, um, uh, those hecklers benefited in one game where he had points from him as a tight end and as a quarterback, right? I think he put him in as a tight end, but he was really a quarterback. So he was getting like double points. Interesting. Yeah, so uh, ESPN corrected that to make sure that no one ever takes advantage of that. But good job for those Ecklers because uh, you can't break a rule if the rule hasn't been announced yet. Uh, That's very innovative on his end. Uh, Sleeper for this week. uh, This guy's been sleeping the whole year, but something tells me he's going to bounce back. uh, And that is the former Patriot, uh, Danny Playoff Amendola. With the Texans, they're playing um, the Dolphins, who have the 31st worst defense in the NFL against the pass. I think if Brandon Cooks get the attention, Amendola might be open all day. 
Um, so Danny Amendola, he's my sleeper for the week. Nice. I didn't even know he was still playing. <laughs> right. That's why he's been hibernating. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the podcast. Go ahead and send your key words. Uh, look forward to beating uh, Cali Bears this week. It is going to be the game of the week. So as soon as I got a, a post, I'll send it out to all of you guys. All right, man. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.